Thank you, Vanessa. Uh, 0457736736 is our text line number, so keep them coming. Joel Gould will join me from AAP a little bit later on this morning. Um, emojis making news in rugby league is kind of where we're at at the moment. So Bradman Best puts out an emoji off a post that Jerome Luai puts out, and that's the link. And it was an emoji of a tiger with wide, and then the wide eyes after that. So... <laughs> You know what I said yesterday? We're in the sporting lull, folks. Welcome to the sporting lull. And welcome to social media of 2023 and how we need to piece things together. Like I said this morning, I wasn't S-canning that. It's just the reflection of where we're at. Because, weirdly enough, you have to pay attention to it. Anyway, Joel Gould will join us and we'll get the latest on league. I, I, I swear we're going to melt down this text machine this morning. Maestro, I don't know how we're going to achieve this. You might need to give your mates at Optus a call and see if... No, 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 that's just being... That's just being nasty, isn't it? Just nasty. I tell you this, though. I think I've got myself into a bit of a jam here by writing down the amount of names that I've written, <laughs> written down already in the 11. Because there were two names that were sticking out for me. And I was waiting for somebody to come up with them. However, um, well, there was one name sticking out and then another one came up. However, I've got myself down to 10 players on the list and there are two more here that I would have to find room for. So here's the list at the moment. In no particular order, we've got the all-time good time 11. And by the way, to our cricketers that have just returned home, our World Cup winning cricketers, I know your meaty duties are finished, but if you're sitting around listening to SEN this morning, if you're at the back of the car, you're heading off to home or something, and you've got some insight, you can use a pseudonym, you can you can go undercover and maybe give us a call <laughs> and give us tell us how close we are. We'll only know from those that are there. We know that Travis Head's there. And this is this is only new. So Travis Head is essentially only new in this environment in, in historical terms. But by virtue of what he's been up to, we've we've given him a spot in the all time good time eleven. Uh, here we go. So at the moment, we've got Booney. We've got Travis Head, obviously. We've got Shane Warne, obviously. Doug Walters there as well. Ricky Ponting gets his start. Mo Matthews is in there. Swerve and Mervyn is in there. So too is Roy, Andrew Simons. Keith Miller, an absolute walk-up start. A no-brainer. David Hooks. One that I'd forgotten about, but I was waiting to see when it popped up. I went, yes. So there are a couple sitting over here that could lay claim to being in this starting 11. Now you've got Gilly, of course. Um, but what about the great Douglas Bollinger? He'd give Aspirin a headache in the dressing room, the way that he's carrying on. Um, Socky's had a few shouts. <laughs> Matty Hayden. Uh, Davey Warner's yet to find a start in that 11. We've got Bill Bir <laughs> Birmingham as the 12th man. So maybe we might have to move that. But then, uh, who else have we got here? I'll try it. Rod Marsh is sitting there as well. Definitely can't leave out Skull. Remember that one. So we've got Kerry O'Keefe. So we've got Rocket Rodney Marsh in there. Backus. Um... So many of Doug Walters that it's not funny. And then we get one 
which only just came in. Where's it gone? Jimmy Ma. Now, that's Jimmy Ma. This one from Lionel. Jimmy Ma for sure. So, yes. So, this is where I'm going to get into the bind because I've now got Jimmy Ma, who is very well known. And I think if I'm, if I'm certain I've got the names right, when they, won the, when they finally broke through and won the Sheffield Shield in Queensland, I happen to be there um, for the last day's play, but um, I'm pretty sure that a good couple of days later, Jimmy Ma was in the CEO's office at the time with his feet up on the desk, on the desk still in his whites at the old ground there celebrating and waiting for the boss to come back in. Uh, a world champion at it. And then the other one was Darren Lehman. So Boof, loved a good time. And there was also that story too. I, I'm thinking it was somebody helped me with the beer that he was representing at the time where one of his jobs, and this may be myth, but I think it's right, one of his jobs was to basically go around the country and shout people drinks at pubs, courtesy of the beer maker. I think it was Forex. <laughs> so there's two names that I just, I, I think I need to fit both of them in and I don't know how I'm going to. So Jimmy Ma and Darren Lehman. Tomo as well. Oh, see, this is this is really problematic now. We're, we're definitely going into a, a double sort of team here. Uh, Elise Perry's got to be in the side then, says Dan. Ricky Ponting with his unlimited supply of wine now. Yeah, that's true. Well, Ricky's got to start there anyway. We'll speak to Ben Riggs tomorrow about Ponting wines. Do we select Alan Border as coach and captain to keep everyone in line? <laughs> AB gets a shout there. Um, Stuart McGill comes up in conversation. Um, so too does Slats, Michael Slater. Dougie Walters, I was having a couple of beers with him in Queensland. Um, still in fine form, says one of our listeners. Um, just trying to see if there's any other names in this one. Richie Benno pops up. Um, Rod Marsh. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of Rodney Marsh in this. So we're going to have to put some time into it. And here's back to that story, which led me down a bit of a, a rabbit hole. And nobody on the text line has mentioned Steve Smith. Absolutely no one. Of all the texts that we've got that continue to come in, um, Steve Smith, back in 2012, had an article written about him in the Sydney Morning Herald by Daniel Lane where it, be, it was painfully clear he needed to change the perception that he was cricket's new party boy. At that stage, hadn't played Australia for Australia in any of the game's three formats. Test one day of 2020 since he scored 26 and took one for in the ODI loss to South Africa in Port Elizabeth the year before, so in 2011. Despite support from the likes of Stuart McGill and others who commended the leadership quality Smith displayed as captain of the Sydney Sixers, the Big Bash League's inaugural champions, he openly acknowledged the selectors had demanded he take more wickets and score runs. There seems to be a little something out there, Smith told Daniel back then, of his unwelcome party boy tag. For me, I think it's just about being a little bit smarter with my time and picking the right time to do things like going out. At that stage, already played five tests for Australia, but was overlooked for Australia's 2020 and one-day sides. And he was looking and learning about every facet of his game to try and pick up. And then you think about the names. Listen to this. He dismissed the notion that the current trend by the selectors to pick a battalion of youngsters, such as himself, 
Phil Hughes at the time 23, Pat Cummins at the time 18, Mitchell Marsh at the time 20, James Pattinson 21 and Mitchell Stark 22 meant there may be a sense of entitlement for them to wear the Australian colours. He said, I don't think anyone ever takes playing for Australia for granted. It's a huge privilege and honour. And he said his role as captain of sixes proved to be an eye-opener. It was a huge stepping stone. This is all before Steve Smith became the Steve Smith that we now know of. And remember back then, the national selectors were focusing on him, pressing on him to focus more on his leg spin bowling. And that's what he was doing. In fact, he was working with Greg Matthews at the time to fine-tune his technique. So it's amazing how much we go around and turn around and come around and change along the way. That was 11 years ago now. Steve Smith with the perception of being a party boy, focus on your leg spin, learning how to captain the side. T20's just coming in. Big Bash is brand new. And now here we are all the way down the list. And boy, things have changed. Absolutely incredible. And let's not forget too, as Maestro has pointed out, I mean, Booney goes to the top of the list, right, on the all-time good times. And mostly because of the big story around Booney and the amount of cans that he put away. Well, Rod Marsh was the record holder before Booney. I mean, the numbers vary, but it was 44, apparently back then, on the plane home from the West Indies. So Rod Marsh was one of the originals in that sense. Before him, the original was Keith Miller in that sense. I mean, we, we might need three Australian teams. We need a break. That's what we need to do.